live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The one. The only. Well, it's the unexpected thrill of a lifetime podcast, eh? Meh. What is happening? That's right, I'm your host, Dan Fisher, and we are coming to you with another great show. That's right, it is episode 22 of the show that you have been craving for. Ooh, please pardon our dust. We're under construction over here. We're building ourselves a brand new lab of fun and excitement. We're building a big sky rise. Uh, high rise, sorry. That goes along the skyline and checks out the stars. You wouldn't believe the things that we're doing over here. Actually, hey boys, you think you could cut that down a little bit? I said boys! (laughs) Boys! You think you could... Oh, okay. Well, hopefully we can just stop that for a second. It's been like this for days. I'm trying to put together a show. I'm trying to get all kinds of shit done. And and this is just disturbing my whole process here. It's aggravating. Oh my gosh. But I got to get to the show. That's right. It's Monday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Monday morning, that's right. The the date is the 19th, the 19th of July. Already! It's already this far through July! What is happening? What, what even is going on? It's not even fair. But the summer is passing us on, or passing us by. And uh, it's, uh, it gives us a break for about an hour, and then it gets better, and then it gets worse. And, the, you know, it's rainforest weather. One minute it's, like, over 100 degrees, and it's, it's humid, and it's drippy, wet, and swamp-ass, all that. And the next thing you know it, it's just crazy. Kaboom! No. Guys not like that anyway there's a lot of stuff going on there's a lot of infrastructure a lot of projects happening you know us we got an army of of thousands of talented guys the likes of which we've never seen before and it's going to continue to push us into the the abyss of the future and beyond believe me Come with me on this journey. It's the unexpected thrill of a lifetime. As always, 
your strapping young lad of a host, Dan Fisher. We're coming to you, like I said, with episode 22. You're probably like, all right, I'm ready to turn this off already. But I'm telling you, just stick with it, man. We, we This is a special show. Once in a while, I come home from work and I've got some energy. I'm feeling inspired. I'm excited. I want to, you know, sit back, maybe spark up a number, maybe take a shot or two and fire up the podcast set because first thing Monday morning isn't always the most desirable. We've got a lot of features for you today. Uh, The likes of which we've never seen before. But I'm going to cover all that in just a second. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming along with us on our journey. I hope you enjoyed last week's show. Uh, with Alex Gardner, we went for about an hour. We did a lot of improv. We got a little, a little bit crazy. We had a, uh, some laughs. We had uh, what? What didn't we have? We had a, we had a lot of, we had a lot of things. But he's a, a good friend of ours on the show, and uh, we always appreciate, you know, his input and his silliness. Uh, his uh, Trump impression just cracked me up the whole time. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a, a conversation to be had whether it was like the best Trump impression, but it was definitely one of the 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 funniest because I think uh, impressions are good if you can sound about ninety percent like the person, but then you can add just one little bit of absurdness. Or uh, ridiculousness that kind of like uh, y- you know throws it off. Like uh, you know, you always want to push the envelope, as they say in the in the showbiz world and the uh, the on stage world. And you know, frankly, whatever world you got that you're tapping into. But as always we've got some of the features uh some of the features you may be familiar with others maybe not uh we have the return of the pizza tour by popular demand we've had one person asking me about it uh and that person may or may not be a citizen of kwanzaa um We've got The Big Lie. We've got, uh, you know, we'll talk about stuff around uh, Philly a little bit. Uh, We're going to talk, we're going to talk to God about COVID and climate change. Uh, You know, see see what his perspective is. Um, We've got FFN News uh, with the usual um, craziness along with that. This week's campaign promise. I'm making a lot of promises that I probably will not be able to keep, but uh, we need to vote anyway. Uh, let's see. We have got, uh, you know, did I say views of a driver? I'm, I'm pretty sure I did. We're going in deep with the beef. Um, I have written down here uh, a name that I haven't done anything with, the Dr. Spicket Shits. I don't know, there's something there. Maybe somebody can do something with that. But, um, and then um, the feature part of the show, which I'm actually only going to get to last, uh, is a musical portion 
where we get the let out, baby. We're gonna get the let out. Unfortunately, I can't play any of the music because it'll get me taken off of YouTube because of copyright issues. Even though a lot of Led Zeppelin music is ripped off blues music uh, that they took uh, sometimes word for word. But it's okay because we're not gonna be haters here. Uh, like I said, I'm relaxing. Uh, we've got the, the dungeon, not the dungeon, um, the, the evil lab firing on all cylinders. We've got all kinds of crazy lights, all kinds of, uh, uh, aberrations. Uh, there's a, a ghost in the corner who's looking at me with red eyes. There's all kinds of things happening. And we're trying to get this all recorded before Clownvis to the rescue comes on. Uh, because I am an avid fan. I talk to talk to you about him all the time. And I was thinking, I, I believe that I really, I do. This isn't a joke, even though it sounds like it. I think that clowning and clowns, uh, and just the idea of them is just making a big comeback. I mean, because let's be honest, if you ask a lot of people, they say they're afraid of clowns. They were used a lot in like horror movies. But now just pay attention in everyday life, in everyday speech, how often people say, uh, even, you know, old phrases like clowning around or, oh, what a clown show. And, oh, look at this clown car. People are constantly talking about clowns and I'm seeing more and more of them kind of pop up. I think the paint, the face paint is, uh, you know, a way to kind of abstract yourself and abstract reality. And it makes me think, uh, you know, there are a lot of performers out there that do wear face paint and that do disguise themselves. And I'm I'm starting to see the appeal of it a, a little bit in, in, in a lot of ways. Oh, the boys are back with those tools again. Yeah, they're... <clears throat> they're, they're pouring concrete and... And, and breaking up some kind of uh, some kind of mass of, uh, of, of some sort um, the crowd the crowd seems to really enjoy it I, I don't know but anyway we're gonna we're gonna just close the door here a little bit on that and uh, and uh, we're gonna move right along now um. Let's see. Um, this is great air silence. If this were radio, somebody would have burst through the door by now and said, you've got to put something on. You can't just have dead air. All righty. Today's FFN News is brought to you by Conversations with God. Okay, uh, uh, hello there, um, uh, 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 dear God, uh, I've never done this before. I once was at a loss for words, so I fell down to my knees and I prayed the alphabet. And then I came up with the rest of this story. Oh God, almighty God, he who I pray to all the time, I have one question. 
And if you answer that, maybe a few more. But I have one question. Please, please hear me and answer me. Yes. What is it, young Daniel? What can I do for you? Oh, oh, sir, it's so, it's so good to hear from you. I, uh, I need your help. I need your guidance. Yes, I see. Many who reach out to me often do. What is it? What troubles you? Well, sir, I, uh... I must admit, I, I just, I'm feeling at a weakness. Some call it, uh, COVID sickness. Uh, or, or what were they calling it when they said that we all just couldn't wait? Oh, co COVID restlessness, whatever you want to say it. I don't have that. It's a, I'm past it. What I want to know is why God, why in the first place did you create such a crazy and diabolical virus that ravages the world? Why? Why have you done it? Well, it seems you got me there. I haven't really thought about it. You know, sometimes in the bat world, there are bats that don't follow the rules. And when they don't follow the rules, they find themselves at the center of the earth, flying down caves that they have never sh should have flown down. And it is at the bottom of those caves that they run into the beast. 666, the devil. And these viruses emerge to plague the human race. I, even I could not foresee it and stop it in time. Oh, I see. Well, uh, you, um, you created the earth and, and everything on the earth and, and everything like that. So why, why do we have, why is that our problem? We, we pray so hard. We sacrifice virgins every hundred years and uh you know we, we we definitely have many many temples built to your will what about climate change climate change eh <laughs> listen if it's a little hot this year it may be because i uh let out a couple of farts after my Ghost jalapeno pepper wing, uh, wings last night. Listen, things might heat up for a little bit and it might smell like shit out there, but just you keep in mind that the harder you pray and the more that you donate to your corner church uh, and forgive a rabbi or a priest for awful things, all of these things can lead to your strength and your fortification in God and your prolonged donation okay well well I don't I don't know what to make of any of that again climate change the seas are rising the 
There's volcanoes everywhere. There's mudslides. There's floods. What are we supposed to do? Our buildings can't shoulder the, these immense uh, changes upon, upon these tectonic plates. Yes, and you better not, better not get too comfortable with the moon either. It started wobbling on its uh, axis. So you better uh, keep a, a poncho handy and get ready to move, bitch. Okay, well... Uh. God, I just, I don't know what to do. And now, uh, the, I mean, what, what, what can be done? There's all this ransomware. These Russian hackers, they're, they're shutting down our pipelines. They're cutting off our meat. I mean, who knows? Maybe soon they're going to just shut off the, uh, the AC. It's hot out here. Listen. You think it's hot there? Why don't you just come to the Valley of Death in California? Aptly named, it is 118 degrees this week. You think it's hot? It's just getting started, bitch. I don't think I want to pray to God anymore. Every time I do, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just a crisis on my part. I don't know if I can go through with it anymore. It just hurts too much. So now, I think I shall retreat. I think this call to God is over. This prayer is ending, and I am shutting it down. I cannot do this anymore. I don't know what else to do other than to check into the news. Live from the evil carousel... It's FFN News. Welcome to FFN News. That's right, with all of the news being called fake nowadays, it, there's a demand and a need for the real fake news. Uh, I'm Daniel Fisher, and here are today's silly stories. FFN News Donuts Recently, Dunkin' Donuts changed its name several times. Well, in the past week, it changed its name once again down to simply Dunk. FFN News Comfort Food With the rise of new treats such as the macaroni and cheese uh, flavored ice cream comes a new product called the Macaroni and Cheesecake. FFN News Texas Governor Greg Abbott builds a new wall around the remaining border of Texas to keep out fleeing Democrats who fled the state to prevent new voting restrictions. When asked about the wall, Greg Abbott said, Well, we need them to vote and to get work done, but 
If they don't ever show back up, that's fine with me. FFN News Oceans. This week it was announced that the world was adding a new ocean to be recognized called the South Ocean. Now this ocean takes place below Africa and South America and uh, places like New Zealand and Australia, but it's it surrounds the South Pole. So, um, yeah, that's the South Sea. But it is uh, an apt and uh, necessary change now that all of the ice caps have melted and have created this extra sea. And now a word from Daniel Fisher running for a state Senate seat, uh, Pat Toomey's uh, open slot in the 2022 election. Yes, hello, this is Daniel Fisher, and recently I've been coming to you and making several campaign promises. You may be f- familiar with our very popular One Million Trees in One Million Days initiative. Well, I am going to continue the natural approach, and I am instituting a no pro- new program called Volcano Technology. That's right. There's a lot of volcanoes out there, and they think they can just blow their top at any time and destroy anything they want. Well, I recently watched the Lord of the Rings, uh, The Fellowship of the Ring, and I just got some major inspiration. So what we're going to do is we are going to, uh, first off, we are going to put uh, walls around the top of the volcano that basically have filters on them that um, take out all of the smoke and the CO2 and, and all of that. Uh, all that nonsense but what what I'm going to be doing is we are going to be utilizing every government craft every plane every vessel we have and we are going to be pouring all of the world's trash into the top of the volcano that's how we're going to eradicate all of our trash problems you're worried about the ocean the the floating island of trash the size of Texas in the ocean Well, we are going to dump it all inside of Volcano Technology. That's it. It'll just be simply eradicated. There's no more trash. We're going to get rid of all of it. Well, thank you for joining us for this evening's edition of uh, FFN News. Uh, We try to keep things uh, ultra-professional, ultra-exciting for you folks. Uh, and we try to uh, follow the uh, the days stories that maybe not everybody is covering uh, or that not everybody is following. So right now we are going to keep it moving. Alrighty, folks. That's right. Like I said, uh, tomorrow is Monday the 19th. Uh, 88 degrees today, and it looks like pretty much all week it's going to be straight in the 90s. Some rain coming on, some rain coming off. That's right, we're in the middle of jungle weather now. If you live in the Northeast like I do, we don't have uh, stable, calm 
thunderstorm once in a while, uh, summers like we used to. We don't even get a real fall and spring anymore. Now it's either hot, swamp-ass, muggy, or it's pouring down rain right in your face. But it's okay. Because uh, we got a lot of good things going on. The pizza tour this week. All right, so I got this new place I'm throwing at you. Now, Grubhub suggested to this to me. It's in University City. That's where I, you know, I'm a lazy fuck. So, you know, but chances are if it's not on my part of the city, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to get there as fast as other places. So just, you know, keep that in mind. But anyway, we got MJ's at Smoky Joe's. Now this place, this place is kind of like one of those one of those kind of places that you see on like the Food Network, where uh, it's not so much like let's make the best thing ever. It's more like let's take your favorite food and take it to the extreme. Uh, all kinds of sauces, all kinds of combinations, crazy pizza stuff, calzone, you name it. Uh, the pizza was good. Uh, I got a pepperoni and mushroom. Very cheesy. I'm going to give it 6 out of 10 slices of pizza. The next time you're in Philadelphia and you're like, oh man, this pizza place is busy. This one's busy. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Listen, bitch. Uh, just go to Smokey Joe's. I mean, I already gave it 6 slices of pizza. If you're still listening, good on you. You're doing, you're, you're doing good. We have a great show. The rest of it uh, is coming right up. I'm just Google searching something right now. But uh, we're going to be keeping you entertained with, uh, with plenty more. We've been getting a lot of good feedback about the Alex episodes. Um, he's, uh, he's a great friend of mine, as you can tell. And we love being silly, joking around, improvising, um, and and all the rest. I hope to have him on more. So if you want to see him on more, get in touch with him at A is for Alex on Instagram and say, yo, get your black ass back on Dan's show. Because the unexpected thrill of a lifetime isn't the same without him. He's our little sound effect boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this is like a crazy party right now, man. We're having a good time. We're dancing. We got two chihuahuas up in here. We got a boy chihuahua. We got a girl chihuahua. And it's moving on. All righty. That's, that's going to be a, uh, uh, enough of that. It's, it's just enough of that crazy music. Uh, but anyway, uh, next we're moving on to another part of the show. Um, well, you know it. I know it. It's my fucking favorite. It's the beef. All right. This is where I feel like I can let my hair down. I can take a break. I can take a hit, you know? I, I meant to mention in the last sub, uh, sequence that yesterday 
was National Ice Cream Day for today. Today, Sunday, National Ice Cream Day. And I can't say that I had any ice cream. I can't say that. I had some yesterday, but oh well. Anyway, um, new feature on the YouTube channel is I created a new playlist under the playlist tab uh, called Driving with Elbows. Now, 10 years ago, I was in a band called Driving with Elbows that I started with Alex and Brandon Long and Dan Chrisman. I haven't talked about this too much. And I don't know exactly how much I do want to talk about it, but if you want to see any of the videos, they're there. If you can hear that, that's this week's sponsored bud. It is Crimson... Wait. Scarlet. What is it? Scarlet Woman or... I don't have the jar nearby. It's uh, Scarlet Fever or something like that. <clears throat> Great stuff, man. If you've got your medical card, check it out. All right. On to the beef. I was thinking the other day, you know, maybe we should start combining some holidays to make them a little bit more interesting. I was thinking about in the future, maybe combining, um, having in between Christmas and Halloween, or maybe on one of them, I don't know. But you put up all of your Christmas and your Halloween decorations. And you make it a haunted Christmas. That's right. That's right. I think that would be a big hit. You come dressed up as something from Halloween. You give gifts. You have all kinds of crazy treats and stuff. And the lighting and the decorations are out of sight, man. Imagine a, a Christmas tree with like cobwebs and all kinds of stuff all over it. Uh, I think it would be great. I think it's, it would be tremendous, and uh, we're all looking forward to it very much. Uh, speaking of which, um, nah, I'm not going to go there. Um, also, on combining holidays, you know, they say July, the end of July, is the halfway point to Christmas. Can't decide if that makes me dread or excited for the holidays again. It all comes way too fast. But also, good for us for having a built-in fucking break once in a while. Our society demands so much of us anyway. At least they have one one day where you're like, Hey, uh, it's Christmas and Tinsel Town. So just take the day off, you know? Um, that being said... I wanted to give a shout out to last week on July. Yeah, last week was 
mine and my sweetheart Michelle's uh, four year anniversary of meeting each other it was a it was a a, a warm uh, July day and I had come to the city and I had been with a friend who was getting a tattoo done and I was waiting in the waiting room and in walked Michelle and her friend who went over and got a tattoo and the two of us started talking and the rest was history. I asked her for her number and four years ago today we are still a heck of an item. So shout out to Shelly. Big fan of Max Sabbath. Big fan of Clownvis. Big fan of the unexpected thrill of a lifetime. And so is every... Okay, I can turn off this construction sound effect now because I'm not describing the city anymore. Back to holidays. I just had to throw that holiday out there. Another holiday is... All right, so in the springtime, I'm thinking let's combine Mother's Day, Father's Day, and Easter all at once. So you get a knock on the door, and you're like, who the hell is it? And he goes, yo, it's Easter, buddy. And he opened the door, and he takes your mother by the hand. He takes your father by the hand. He raises their hand up in the air and he goes, yay, parents. And then he places an egg in the two hands, one of each, one mom, one dad. And he says, you are now extrafied, Eastrified. You are now Eastrified. That sounds like a terrible, awful, boring idea. But that doesn't mean it shouldn't happen. Oh, what else do we got to talk about here? Um, All right. Well, I got two others, two other stories for you, and then we're gonna get. On, well, I got a couple more things actually. This is gonna be a long episode because I'm recording it at night, and I got a little bit more time. I got a little bit more time, and I can. Uh, I can, uh, I can talk a little bit, a little bit more. Speaking of which, the big lie. I'm just gonna, you know, I always like to comment on the big lie because um, if there's anybody that, if there's anybody that's listening to this that has bought into the conspiracy that Donald Trump actually won the election and that the vaccines are, you know, they they have a microchip in them and they're gonna hurt you and you're gonna die of it and you don't need it and you know all this stuff and that you you know whatever look all i'm saying is i understand because there's a lot of noise out there and nowadays we literally live in two different worlds there's the the in-person world uh and then there's the online world and we just really need to keep a distinction between those and uh listen believe me i understand you get you get misled sometimes you go down different paths all i'm trying to say is this shit is crazy and they're writing a lot of books about it there have been like four books that came out in the last week about um the last days of the election and the time in between the election and when trump left office and the covid response 
This week I've been reading, well, listening to the audiobook uh, Nightmare Scenario. It's about a 25-hour uh, audiobook. It was like $22. Yeah, get this. The audiobook that you don't even get is $22, but the one that you read on your phone is $15. Tell me how that... I mean, I guess they're paying the voice actor. I don't know. I don't know. I don't do the shit. But that being said, I paid for it. I'm about halfway through it. It's fucking good. It's fucking good. And if you have any questions or whatever, these are highly credible sources that have talked to pretty much everybody that's in the administration. And here's the thing. You think to yourself, well, there's a lot of Trump loyalists and people in the White House that they're not they're not going to even spill the beans. Here's the thing. They all did. They just didn't identify themselves. So there are things that are cross-referenced and questions and verified by, uh, you know, dozens of people. And it's just, it's fascinating. Now we're seeing today the first Capitol rioter is going to be charged with a sedition charge. Um, we'll see. But if you are stuck in one of those ideologies or you, you you just completely aren't sure, you know, reach out, talk to somebody. And if you're somebody that knows somebody like that and you're struggling with how to talk to them about it, just try. Just keep trying. Keep trying to bring them back on the right path. And I don't know if... That means giving them some time to cool off and watch this whole thing fall apart. But it's like the show's called House of Cards. It's all, it seems like it's all falling down now. I don't know. I'm no expert. Anyway, views of a driver. Uh, I'm just going to get to this real quick. I had this really funny ride this week where I picked up this girl. And she was uh, in the military. She was going off to training. She had her giant backpack. She had this other giant duffel bag. All this heavy shit. And she's like, oh, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. I got to get to the to the welcome center at the, uh, at the base. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. So we go and uh, it's like an hour and a half away. <clears throat> an Air Force base in New Jersey. So we're driving there and she's like, oh my God, you know, I can't believe I'm late, blah, blah, blah. My flight got canceled, whatever. She's like stressed out or whatever. She gets to the base welcome center and realizes that she left her military ID in the airport. And she's, she's like, oh, I got to go back. I got to go back. I got to go back. So she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this or whatever. I can't believe I did this. I'm supposed to be in the mill in the army, and now I, I forgot my ID, and I'm gonna be late for orientation. And now I gotta go back. So we go all the way back, like an hour, an hour back at least to the airport. She runs in the airport. She has to go all the way back through security. She runs up to the area that uh, where she checked in with her special military permit and all that. <clears throat> that little office closed at six o'clock six o'clock bitch so it's closed so then she has to track down a manager who has to go in that office open it up get her the badge she gets back in the bat in the car we're heading all the way back to so mean so first of all 
There's the first, the initial ride that was like over a hundred dollars. She tipped me forty dollars on top of that. Then we had to do the back and forth ride. She gets to the base. The welcome center is closed. There, there is no way she can check in and get in the base. And now she's really far from everything because it's in the middle of the state in a very, very rural area. And she's like, oh my God, this would happen to me. And she's very like, um, you know, just not taking life too seriously and all that. It was just hilarious. So then it turns out she has somebody that's a family member that works inside the base. So they were doing some kind of quick pickup or I, I don't know. They're going to get her somehow. So I just quick left. Got home before the big storm started. Well, there you have it. That's the beef. Um, the movie of the week this week is Terminator 3, by the way. Uh, I had Terminator 2 as the movie of the week a couple weeks ago. But I recently watched the third one. This That's the one with Christina Loken, the hot girl Terminator that's uh, chasing uh, now older... Um, what's his name? Uh... John Connor and uh, John Connor and everything like that. They're running away. They're getting away and all that. It's it's all good. Um, <clears throat> okay, so that is essentially the the main part of the the show. Actually, there's one more thing I wanted to say. This is more or less. Uh, Well, I, I was I was online and I went in my spam folder. I always like to check in there to see if there's anything juicy, you know. And I come up with this one email that just says, Hey, are you looking for something new and exciting? And I say, that sounds like an unexpected thrill of a lifetime poster. And they say, Are you a fisher? And I say, well, my last name is Fisher. And they say, great. And, uh, so they asked me, they say, uh, do you want to come along to a, a free, a free trip? I said, a free trip? Where's this free trip going? Why is it free? They said, no, no, this is a big, this is a big opportunity. I said, all right. So we go to show up and uh, they said, sorry, this was a fishing, this was a, a fishing scheme. We tried to get you here. We told you there was going to be a free trip and everything. This was a fishing scheme to see if you would come along. Okay, that was the worst. I'm sorry. That, some, some of you might say, was he drunk? Others might say, that was that was that a joke? I, I was just, I was literally just kind of making that up on the spot and trying to turn it into a joke. But instead it was dog shit. Anyway. Now, uh, so so one thing I'm going to tease is uh, when I was in Driving with Elbows, uh, one of my one of the songs that I contributed, "Don't Look Down on Me," um, I dug that out. It's from ten years ago. I'm going to play that at the very end of the show, 
So stick around for Don't Look Down on Me if you want to hear it. It was recorded in the studio on some fucking burning brownies. Some 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 strong indica shit. Um, but it's a song I wrote about me and about my life. And don't look down on me. I'm just a person like you. I make mistakes. I do dumb shit. I lose shit. I have, you know, a death in the family just like you do or you will. No offense. Didn't mean to be a downer. But that's what life is about. And sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get shit done. The first line of the song is, I smoke my cigarette and I drink my drink. You know what makes me think about my life and what it's given me. Okay doesn't take a genius to figure out what that means whether you go to a bar and you slam back some shots or you sit around and you have a beer or two you gotta ponder life you gotta think about life sometimes you gotta take it to the extreme and you gotta meditate and you gotta you gotta self-reflect and look back but sometimes you gotta write a badass song and you gotta rock out and you gotta have a little bit of a blues vibe to it. Anyway, I'm gonna play that song at the end of the show. It's gonna rock your fucking dick off and it's gonna be great. But, real quick, before we get to that, uh, one thing that I promised in the description of this is I am going to be um... Oh, what was I thinking? Oh, I'm going to be putting all of the Led Zeppelin albums and I'm gonna rank them in the order of how much I like them. That's right. Uh, I think I think this is how this this. Yeah, it is. Okay, okay. This is the one I play whenever there's something music related or whatever. Anyway, so Led Zeppelin had a had a pretty uh, pretty extensive career. The last album came out in '82. Their first album came out in '69. '69 was a busy year because they actually had Led Zeppelin one and two that year. And then number three in 74 and 71. And then along came uh, Houses of the Holy in 73. Physical Graffiti in 75. Presence in 76. Um, in Through the Outdoor in 79. And Coda in 82. Um, so basically, this is an arbitrary list. This is just my own feelings. This is what I was thinking. This is how I like them. I'm rating it on how many songs are in my top 10 per album, and I'm also factoring in how they are live, and you know, all these sorts of things. So, check it out. See if you agree with me. I'm not going to spend too much time on it because not everybody is a giant Led Zeppelin head. But now it's time to get the lead out. All right, in the number one slot. Well, actually, no, I'm going to do this in reverse order. So number, the one I liked the least was from 1982, Coda. Now, listen, Coda was probably the album that I listened to the least. So, you know, I've been listening to them for probably 15 years now. And, uh, you know, it's just not one that I had. Uh, so I'm going to, I don't know too much about it. So I'm just putting it on the bottom for that, that spot. I didn't want to disqualify it, but whatever. Uh, okay, so, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, so there's nine of them. So, 
Uh, number one will be the best. Number nine will be my least favorite. Number eight. I gave... Now, this one is going to be unpopular for some. I gave Led Zeppelin 2 the number eight spot. Now, I love a lot of the songs on Led Zeppelin 2. You got, um... Uh... You got Ramble On. You know, you got In My Time of Dying and all that. You have some of the leftover blues songs that, that, you know, were left over from the first one. It's a great album. I'm not downplaying it. But that's one that, another one that I didn't really spend that much time on. And out of all the numbered ones, it's the one that I just like the least. Um, I I just, you know, some of the stuff is real sexual, like uh, squeeze your lemon juice down my leg and all that. You know, it's just... It is what it is. It's just not much. Presence. Now, um, this is another one that, you know, that, uh, again, that I I haven't spent, you know, as much time on. Now, before you get upset, I have have listened to it a lot. Uh, Achilles' Last Stand is probably the best song on the album. I am one of their best of all time. I think you should give that that album uh, definitely a shot. I give that number seven. Um, now, Physical Graffiti in uh, 75. Now, I give that one uh, the sixth slot, mainly because I, I really like the old Led Zeppelin the best. I'm sorry, the early Led Zeppelin the best. And, uh, you know, some of the, the, the live stuff in the middle, you know, that was kind of like their sweet spot, like the the Madison Square Garden era from, uh, you know, uh, the song remains the same and all that. Physical Graffiti's great, though. You know, it seems that their anthem, their self-proclaimed anthem that they would have would be um, Cashmere, which, um, you know, is a fucking banger of a song, so makes sense to me. Um, but it's really a great album. Two, two, two CDs, it's got other kind of b-side ones like boogie with stew and and stuff like that um i I love it so uh, i think you should give it a shot um next in the number one two three four five five slot fifth from the top houses of the holy now this one's great because it's got the the studio version of no quarter that happens to be my favorite song and um it's a real good one and there's a bunch of other songs on there that are great but this album overall has a tone and goes to a place that you know none of the other albums really had by had done by this point um so it's kind of like they they're making that leap now from you know the bluesy south and and sort of like old timey lord of the rings kind of feel to now we're we're kicking it up a notch and we're getting down and dirty and we're going to explore some more uh, of the human psyche. Uh, number four. For, uh, my fourth favorite is In Through the Outdoor. Now, this one is kind of one of those 80s albums that people go, they just write it off and go, ah, you know, it's not as good as their old stuff. But In Through the Outdoor had a lot of great songs. I mean, Fool on the Rain is on there. And, um, you know, All of My Love, which was for a rubber plant's son. Um, but also a real, real moody uh, blues classic called uh, I'm Gonna Crawl. Uh, it starts out with... Uh... Oh, it's got Carousalumbra, which is one of the only songs on Led Zeppelin's catalog that you have to buy the whole album for. Um, and it's got, uh, you know... What's that called? Um not in my time of dying. Um, 
called uh, Ah Well, it doesn't fucking matter. It's the first song on the album. Look it up if you're interested. Uh, number three, third from the top. Uh, oddly enough, is Led Zeppelin 3. Now, Led Zeppelin 3 rocks, man. Led Zeppelin 3 has that real, like, lover's lament kind of anthem. You know, it's got the immigrant song. Now, let's be honest here. Whether you are a Led Zeppelin fan or not, or you are any kind of connoisseur of heavy metal and rock music, you got your awesome bands like Black Sabbath and all that that paved the way. Nobody's discounting that. Nobody's saying they're not great bands. But the Immigrant Song, are you kidding? That thing fucking rocks and thumps harder than your fucking grandma, okay? So don't give me that shit about, oh, I saw this at the fire Festival. No. It's just not as good. I'm sorry. While you're at it, since I've been loving you live, get the fuck out of here. That's all that needs to be said. Let's up on three third. Now, in second place, my second favorite album by Led Zeppelin. Hold on a second here. Oh, my chaser's all gone. What do you do when the chaser's all gone? All right. Second place is Led Zeppelin 1. Now, I thought about making Led Zeppelin 1 number one because, you know, hits like like um, Dazed and Confused, good times, bad times, you know I had my share, and baby, baby, babe, I am gonna leave you. They're all good. They're very good. In fact, a complaint that some people have about Led Zeppelin is how they kind of borrowed from other artists and things like that. Here's what you gotta know, folks. Whether you're a new music connoisseur, old music connoisseur, if you're just not even into music at all and you're into painting, you're just into paintings. You paint and you collect paintings. Here's what I gotta tell you. The best of the best rip off art from the past all the time over and over and over and it's going to keep happening look what's happening with sampling and rap music look what's happening with remaking music using the same old hook with a new beat those people who are getting at Led Zeppelin and saying they took a two chord blues song and, uh, you know, took it from the swamps of Louisiana and turned it into a global hit and go fuck themselves. Because I'm telling you right now, whether it's Taylor Swift, whether it's the Piano Man, I don't give a fuck. They're all, they're all playing their own kind of new music to get away with what they really want to play. Ask Jack White all about it. Go and listen to any, any artist. You go and you listen to their music. They have their usual anthems, their classics, their rip-roars, whatever you want to call them. But then when you get to the B-sides and you get to the lower songs on the album and everything like that, 
they're starting to cover things. They're starting to take pieces from other music. They're starting to do this or that. Like the, the, the guitar player of The Doors in Soul Kitchen. He used to manipulate the car, guitar in a way that emulated like a James Brown like horn section. You see what I mean? You, you're just taking things and putting it. So back to the painter thing. Painters are just recreating life. Whether it's a self-portrait or they're painting, you know, whatever. You're just taking life and you're putting a different filter on it. And whether that's uh, um, Andy Warhol and the and the soup can thing, or you know, that's what art is. It's a recreation of life, and it's supposed to take you through all of the emotions: um, anger, sadness, love, loss, all of it. Some are there to be enhancements for certain things. Some are there to uh, sort of comment on a particular subject. But the thing that you got to remember there is art isn't for isn't for anyone in particular. It's for all of us. And in a way, not all of it needs to be respected, but at the same time, it does. It's like this podcast. I'm taking all of the colors I've got and all of the paintbrushes I've got and that I've collected over the years, and I'm swirling all this shit together, so enjoy. Which leads me to my last point. The, my favorite, favorite Led Zeppelin Eplin album, album is Led Zeppelin 4. Yes, with classics like Rock and Roll, and Black Dog, and The Battle of Evermore, and Stairway to Heaven. I mean, come on. There and and what the fuck? When the levee breaks? Are you kidding? That's like that kid that was talking to God. That's his worst nightmare. When the levee breaks, get out of here. Anyway, well, that's it's a kick-ass album. It takes you through all of. All of the different levels of music, in my opinion. It takes us to rock, the mysticism of the Lord of the Rings tracks, like the Battle of Evermore with the mandolin and all that. I mean, it's fucking crazy. It's it's unbelievable. But I think it's the best. Anyway, that was my take on the Led Zeppelin albums. I didn't even mention who's in the band. Obviously, Robert Plant, vocals... Uh, Jimmy Page, my favorite guitar player, John Bonham on drums, and John Paul Jones on mandolin, bass, bass organ, upright bass, keyboards, organ, mandolin, flute. I mean, whatever. He's like the he's like the know-it-all guy. He does it all. He knows it all. That's all it. Anyway, uh, that's all I got for you today. Uh, we just hit the one hour mark, so I, you know that's going to be pretty much where I take it to nowadays. Uh, I am going to end with the end of the show song right now, but then stay tuned. There's about three more minutes where I am going to put on the song Don't Look Down on Me from our old band, uh, Drying With Elbows. So anyway, this is the end of the show now.
Don't you? 